All right, it is 4.36 p.m. on Thursday, February 9th, 2023, and this is Basketball This Week Done Quickly's Trade Deadline Special. Cool. So the trade deadline's over. We had a lot of trades, uh, many since since uh, the, the last week's podcast where I said I, I think it's going to be kind of slow. We've had two emergency podcasts since then, so I guess it wasn't slow. But uh, yeah, let's start with the the trade that was early in the day that was kind of like the first like oh this is on uh you know at least after the Kyrie Irving trade from the weekend uh the first trade where people were like oh okay it's on it was uh was uh D'Angelo Russell being traded to the Lakers for Russell Westbrook who's going to the Jazz for Mike Connolly who's going to the Timberwolves uh those are the basic frameworks of the deal uh Lakers also get uh, Vanderbilt from Utah and Mike Beasley, uh, Jared Vanderbilt and Mike Beasley from from Utah. Uh, I believe somebody somebody's getting Damian Jones. I'm not, not sure her, sure who, but somebody is. Uh, but yeah, it's a uh, it's you know that was a a pretty big trade. Uh, <laughs> it's a trade that there were people who were saying who were complaining about it uh, earlier in the day. Uh, saying, oh, it's not fair that the Lakers get to make such blockbuster trades. Uh, little did they know there would be other trades in the day. But, um, but yeah, it's I'm not as high in this trade as everybody else is. Um, like, I think I, I think it's a, a very well. I think it's a well handled move by the Lakers. I think they they handled themselves well. Uh, I think it was it's it might be the best solution to a bad problem they created but uh i don't know if it's gonna gonna tilt the scales in the direction not sure that uh not sure this is a playoff team i think they, they may be too far behind this may be like a, a team that could maybe you know if it were 500 now they could uh hold on and maybe maybe even win a win like a like a close series and like from the five spot or something like that i could see that but they're so far behind that it, I, I don't know if we're going to be able to roll off like 70% of their games, which is kind of what they're going to have to do to, to make the playoffs. Like everyone's like, oh, well, they're only four games out of fourth. Okay, true, true. But uh, teams, uh, if everybody plays 500 ball, that means they will remain uh, four games out of fourth. And it doesn't seem like anybody's going to just stop playing 500 ball anytime soon. If anything, they're the team that's, least likely to play 500 ball because they've never played 500 ball at any point in the season which isn't true they they've actually been 500 since the first like since like november but uh they've they dug themselves such a big hole in november that you know uh that might have been it for them so (laughs) it's um so yeah it's a it's a big trade um it's probably it might be a bigger trade for minnesota just because they didn't want to pay Dilo. That seemed pretty clear. Um, there were also people kind of like using uh, D'Angelo as like a cudgel against uh, Anthony Edwards. And if you've uh, if you've watched uh, if you've watched a Minnesota Timberwolves game, uh, they are it is a uh, four hour infomercial about how good Anthony Edwards is. So that that sort of thing definitely comes from the top down. So you know that somebody is saying, uh, well. I don't like these people saying that Anthony Edwards isn't getting D'Angelo involved. Let's 
Let's get him out of there. Or Anthony Edwards is to blame for Rudy Gobert. Let's get him out of there. We know one thing. We know that like Mike Connolly will take care of Rudy Gobert. He did in Utah. He'll do it now. Uh, it makes it makes sense to me uh, from Minnesota. From Utah, I guess like they, I guess like this is they're they're still kind of an interesting team, right? Like like Jerry Vanderbilt and, Mike, and Mikhail Beasley weren't really in their rotation, uh, and like they they played sometimes, but they weren't like they weren't like their sixth man or seventh man. They were like their uh, eighth man and tenth man. You know, they they weren't they weren't in it, and I think that made this trade possible for them because they could still make the playoffs like these like the jazz could like literally after doing all this they could still make the playoffs uh despite you doing a trade that's like it can net them like a total of 60 million dollars in cap space uh over the next two years or cap savings i'm sorry over the next two years so <laughs> the jazz did pretty well uh they did pretty well indeed so that makes sense for them then it was kind of quiet for a few hours. Like I watched the, uh, I watched a Utah Minnesota game because those teams played that night, and that was really weird. Uh, it was really awkward, um, really bad. Uh, but you know, it's all right. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like the Nets game where like those those dudes all had something to prove. It wasn't that like that, but um, it was still it. It, it was just like these guys like were kind of shell shocked so it was it was interesting to watch but it was a bad game <laughs> but all right you know and we're like okay well you know there'll be trades in the morning but the night is going to be calm uh well no like first there was a jacob purtle trade to uh raptors it's just all right it's, it's worth thinking about like it's like why did this happen uh who knows but i mean it seems like it seems like Toronto believes in Toronto more than everyone else believes in Toronto, which, hey, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, I, <laughs> I think Toronto isn't as bad as people think, think they are. Um, they aren't also as good as people like, with, like there are people who thought they were going to be a great team. And <laughs> I just, those seem to be the people who are like banging the drum about how bad they are the most because they are wrong and they feel bad, I guess. But, uh, they Toronto to me just looks like a rebuilding. They look like a rebuilding or like a retooling team. That's good enough. Maybe you had a schedule. There's no, I have no complaints about Toronto, but <laughs> a lot of people did. So, so there you go there. That's, <laughs> they added Jacob Pertle. So they're, they're bigger up top. So I think that'll help them in games. And I don't know, maybe help them make like the sixth seed. It's not nothing to be ashamed about that. They're a rebuilding team. They're ahead of schedule. It's fine. Uh, but that's trade one. Trade two is Kevin Durant to the Suns. Uh, there's a whole episode of a show you can go listen to about that. Huge deal. Uh, set waves throughout the league. And of course, somebody's going to be back in their truck up now. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, <laughs> and the next deal to happen was uh, Mike Muscala to the Celtics, which uh, isn't a, isn't a nothing deal. They, they traded Justin Jackson, who's not bad, uh, to the, uh, Thunder for Mike Muscala. Mike Muscala is an interesting player. Cause he's like, like every time teams have traded for him to be like a piece, it hasn't worked out, but he, he had that run with the Thunder. The, he's had a run with the Thunder where he's been really good. He has been really good for them for the past couple of years. So been a big professional, definitely deserves a, a chance to contend. Uh, yeah, it should be interesting. 
uh, they can definitely use him at the Cel- on the Celtics. They can always use a shooter. Uh, he doesn't play defense, but he can shoot. And he has, like, an underrated, like, mid-range game, too. He's he's, he's a good player. Uh, so it's not the it, it's an easy move for them. Two second-round picks. Uh, then uh, Jay Crowder, like, is traded to the Bucks for a bunch of picks again. <laughs> second-round picks. This is, this is the story today is the second-round picks. Five second-round picks. Uh, I think it's the first that can convert to five. I don't. I don't know if that's when that started. So that's a you know that got that, that got people thinking like oh well, the Bucks you know the Bucks needed Crowder, did they? Who knows? But he's uh he's better than nothing, which is kind of like they haven't had anything to fill that PJ Tucker spot. So he can kind of fill that PJ Tucker spot. He doesn't fill it, but he can kind of do it. And and that might be all that was out there was somebody who could kind of do it. Uh. You might want like it is some it is curious uh, that the Nets <laughs> the Nets obviously valued him a lot less than the Suns did because they uh, they shipped him out fairly with fairly uh, easily with uh, for a, a pretty small package which when you consider that the Suns were claiming they wanted like multiple firsts for Jake Crowder <laughs> it's a uh, it's kind of funny just to see that but. But the the Suns can the Suns can they don't care man they got Kevin Durant who cares <laughs> they're they're they, yeah they overvalued their assets but hey they their actual assets they're the ones they actually had got them Kevin Durant so good on them uh, then Thomas Bryant was traded to Nuggets uh, if you watched a uh, athletic stadium show they tried to say oh it's a salary move uh, nah <laughs> uh, Thomas Bryant is a minimum player. Uh, Mo Bamba actually makes more money than Thomas Bryant does, so not a salary move, dog. <laughs> uh, I don't think don't think that dude knew what he was talking about, but uh, but yeah, like it, it it's a it's an interesting it's it's a weird move. Uh, apparently, Thomas Bryant requested a trade, so uh, he's he's been very good this year, uh, and he took a he took less money than he could have made to go to the Lakers. So, uh, I think they, I think it's fine, man. If they, if he requests a trade and he like already did them a solid, then I, I think it's fine for them to like let him out that to me, uh, that, that, that's good. So I don't know how much he's going to play in Toronto. He's better than, uh, he's better than, um, DeAndre Jordan, like <laughs> by quite a bit, but DeAndre Jordan isn't playing very much anymore either in uh, Denver. Um, He'll be he'll be really good for Denver on nights that uh, Jokic sits because Jokic Jokic has been like, like quietly sitting like once a week the past uh, past two or three two or three weeks he's missed some games here so Thomas Bryant will be good for them for that and I mean the Lakers lost a good player but they managed to get all the second round picks they sent for Rui back so that makes sense for them uh, kind of <laughs> uh, then Matisse Tybul. Thibault was traded to uh, the Bulls from the Blazers. I'm sorry, from the East. Like the East had a big fire fire sale. Uh, unclear why Portland did this trade. Uh, <laughs> just they, uh, it really did seem like Portland was like hell bent on getting anyone who who played defense off their team. They also traded Josh Hart, which I don't think was covered in this little document I'm running from. Uh, reading from uh they traded josh hart for uh 
for I don't know some someone. It wasn't. It was a bad trade. <laughs> um. But yeah, they, who knows what? Oh yeah, they traded. They traded a. Uh, uh, Josh Hart for Cam Reddish. <laughs> oh, Cam Reddish, man. I don't want to talk too much shit because, like, I'm, he has the potential to prove me wrong, but he was not the best player uh, who came back in that trade. Uh, Svi, Svi, I won't pr- attempt to pronounce his last name, was the best player <laughs> that New York sent. And he's a, uh, and like the Blazers rerouted him, so like they didn't even get the best player back. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Knicks got a rental, which is a good for them. It's a good rental for the Knicks. Uh, and Josh Hart can like help that team out. He'll, he'll tips a lot of that guy. Josh Hart is a good, good dude. Good fit for that team. It makes sense to me. Um, why, why the Blazers did this trade? Uh, <laughs> who could say, who could say? Um, yeah, I just, no one can say, uh, the Bucks salary dumped George Hill to the Pacers, um, Bones Highland for only two first, uh, round draft picks, which, <laughs> or second round draft picks, I'm sorry, uh, which, um, only two second round draft picks, uh, got the Clippers Bones Highland. Um, at, at first it's like, okay, the Clippers are, it makes sense what the Clippers are doing. Uh, the rest of the day would continue. Uh, then Darius Baisley was traded to the Suns uh, from uh, the Thunder. Darius ba- Baisley is like a, a like a down low fantasy star. If you uh, if you're into fantasy, uh, actual people who watch the Thunder a lot say he's pretty bad. I'm gonna be real with you. I don't actually watch the Thunder a lot, so I can't comment. Um, at least not this year. I haven't watched him a lot. Last year I watched him quite a bit, but. Um, I don't know. He's a good fantasy player, <laughs> and uh, maybe that's what. But but hey, you know what? Phoenix needed Phoenix needed wings, just any wings. So it makes sense for them to do that. Okay, then the trade that's like everybody's LOLing about is uh, James Wiseman was traded to uh, the Pistons for five first, second round picks. Well, I keep giving way more credit, five second round picks. And uh, Sadiq Bey, who went to the Hawks. That's how that went down. Sadiq Bey is an interesting player to me. Um, he's a guy who's like shown flashes of like being really good, but overall is pretty bad. <laughs> like <laughs> He's kind of in the Cam Reddish chair, maybe a little lower where he has like one game a month that just keeps people holding on. But other than that, hasn't been that great, but it'll save the, or it'll save, uh, it'll save some money. Uh, it'll save some money to, yeah, it saves, I think it saves a hundred million dollars, this trade to, um, to the, the Warriors, which is probably why they did this. Also, Wiseman didn't play. Also, also in the deal, uh, is, um, which isn't on this page. This page sucks, man. <laughs> but also Gary Page in the second came back to, uh, came back to the Warriors like that's big on them like he's he he was a huge engine for their motor last year so engine for their motor (laughs) engine for their tank maybe engine for they weren't tanking engine for their truck who knows this uh, analogy is falling apart but Gary Payton the second was big for the Warriors so getting him back for Wiseman who they could not play is good 
and saving a lot of money was also good. Justin Holiday to the Rockets. Uh, all right. Here's a head scratcher. Uh, Eric Gordon uh, for John Wall and Luke Kennard. Uh, Luke Kennard is going to, to Grizzlies. So the Grizzlies added like a really good, a really good backcourt guy. Uh, they, the Grizzlies did include Danny Green in this deal. Uh, I like Danny Green quite a bit. We don't know what he looks like post-major uh, injury. Um, but he, Danny Green may, I won't be, I won't be shocked if Danny Green ends up back in LA with the Lakers. I won't be shocked if that happens, but, uh, at least for now he's at Houston. Um, (laughs) I just don't, the head scratcher part is I don't get what the Clippers are doing. Um, like I get why they got rid of John Wall, right? That makes sense. But like Luke Kennard is better than Eric Gordon and it's not, not very close. Like Luke Kennard was having, he's ha- definitely having an off shooting year. He's not having his best shooting year for sure. But, and like Eric, Eric Gordon is having like a better shooting year this year. But like, if you look over like the career numbers and like, then you like, you taking account the age of these players and like what they can do with the ball in their hands, like take that into account. Um, I'd rather have Luke Kennard. Uh, <laughs> who knows though? Uh, so Houston, once again, uh, has is holding John Wall hostage. That is fucked up, but <laughs> here we go. So, <laughs> shit. Then uh, Pat Bev to Orlando uh, for the deal I hinted about earlier uh, for Mo Bamba. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, since the Lakers lost Thomas Bryant, this, that, this makes a little more sense from when you like look at that as one trade. Uh, Mo Bamba is another one of these guys on the Cam Reddish tier. Uh, maybe closer to the Cam Reddish tier than Sadiq Bey, who Sadiq Bey has decent games more often than either of those two. Um, but yeah, uh, Patrick Beverly was like awful on defense, awful on offense most of the time. But if you look at the num- advanced numbers, the Lakers did play better defense with Patrick Beverly on the floor, even if he was like the point of like weakness. Uh, they played better defense with him on the floor. So I don't know. Uh, Mo Bama is not a defender, whatever people will try to tell you. He's not a rim protector, whatever people will try to tell you. He does block a lot of shots, but you can block a lot of shots and not be a rim protector. Hassan Whiteside proved that. And that's just, that's basically what Mo Bama is. He's a guy who can't guard and can't rebound. Uh, very big, can hit threes. It's uh, about it. <laughs> so, I don't know. Lakers do need shooting, though, so maybe that'll work out for them. Like, he's a willing shooter. Thomas Bryant wasn't always a willing shooter. Uh, and Thomas Bryant was a much more complete player, but he wasn't always a willing shooter. And if you play next to LeBron, you got to be a willing shooter. And at least Obama will do that. If, like, LeBron throws that ball his way, he'll cash it and he'll shoot it. So, makes sense from that perspective. Josh Richardson to the Pelicans. Uh, they didn't for uh, Devonte Graham. No one really liked Devonte Graham as far as like the fan base goes, and you know he has plenty of legal issues. So getting rid of him was probably uh, probably pretty key, pretty key for Pelicans fans. Uh, Josh Richardson is very overrated. <laughs> I I have been guilty of very, of overrating him. Uh, People, oh, he's a 3 and D guy. 
I guess, and kind of. <laughs> he's like the bare minimum of a 3D guy. Uh, but, you know, he, he does play defense, and he can theoretically hit the three. He doesn't take a lot of them, though, so it's kind of it's kind of like a theoretical thing. He's very, very low volume. Uh, and he's like a good defender, but he's not like great. So I don't know. It, it does, it's, it's not, a, it's a very, very low stakes for the Pelicans. Low stakes move for them. And, uh, it made their fans happy. So that makes sense to me. Um, uh, then another Clippers head scratcher, uh, Reggie Jackson for, uh, Mason Pumley. Uh, Mason Pumley's definitely good. If they were, like if the goal was to keep him out of the hands of another contender, maybe that's maybe that's what this deal is. Um, that's, but like <laughs> this, the Clippers don't play a lot of centers. Like they, like if you look at the numbers, they probably don't play Zubak as much as they should, they should play Zubak. Um, so I'm not a hundred percent sure why they added a center who's pretty equivalent to Zubak. Uh, he's a better defender. Uh, worst offensive player, but he's a better defender. Um, unless the Clippers are going to start playing centers all night long. This this one's a head scratcher because Reggie Jackson was like the fuel of their bench. He was the guy that like made their bench tick. And uh, it seems weird to get rid of him. They are reported to be in the Russell Westbrook market. We'll see how that goes. But, uh, but yeah, um, <laughs> it's, it's a head scratcher for sure. Uh, don't know what's going on with the Clippers. Uh, makes sense for the Hornets. Like the Hornets thought they would get more for, more for that for Mason Plumlee for sure. They probably should have, but at the very least, the Hornets like cleared up space for their uh, young your, their young good center mark, and it should be fun to watch him cook. So it's addition by subtraction for the Hornets. Makes sense for them. Last trade was Gary Payton to the Warriors. Uh, this I covered that earlier, but this is aggregated from the above Wiseman trade. So. So yeah, good shit for good shit for uh for the Warriors. They saved a lot of money and they got a player they can play. So I'm gonna keep the lights on until Steph is back. All right, that's the trade deadline. I think I covered almost every trade, every at least every trade that was on this page, and uh, even some more that weren't. So good job, me. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the deal zone. I hope you enjoyed all those second round picks going. There were so many second round picks traded. It's a big meme now. It deserves to be a big meme now. So many players were traded for five picks. It's kind of fucking amazing. Uh, it's very funny. Deal zone rules, NBA rules, uh, trade deadline rules. I'm hyped. Kevin Durant is going to be, and the Suns is going to be so good. I'm hyped. Uh, Lakers are going to be a little bit more watchable. I'm hyped. Yeah. <laughs> good job, everybody. Be good, my beautiful friends, and I will talk to you later.